The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Oh baby, it doesn't get much bigger than this. We're back for another episode of the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast. First of all, I'd like to welcome my co-host, who uh, isn't usually my co-host, but he is today, David Bentley. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Thank you, mate. Good to be here, and thank you for for tuning in, everyone today. Obviously, you've been on the podcast once over the phone, but now you're in studio and you've been welcomed as a, a co-host. How's it feel? Look, I'm I'm currently shitting myself, but yeah. um, oh look, it's it's always fun to to talk shit with you maddie even and i'm doing it on a podcast now which makes it even better that's good uh our guest today is um someone that a few of the listeners might know of um he slayed a little bit for kenwick uh and that is a life member of the crew club i believe at this point the the, the youngest ever life member uh stephen ronaldo kemp well well done stephen thanks mate thanks davo uh thanks for changing my name um ronaldo um, maybe maybe I could be good at soccer now. Well, I mean, if, if people knew your middle name, they might be able to track down your address, and we don't want that. <coughs> well, heaven forbid Jax was on here and just splurts it out to, to all and sundry. Yes, I hate I hate it coming to visit you in Caversham. Uh, okay, now let's chat about your stats. Yeah, there's, there's a bit going on there, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> now, all, all of it average. Let's, let's go through it, because I'm going to see. I like, you like to read them out. I like to get people to try have a guess at them. Usually. So you want me to confirm how much of a nuffy I am? Yeah. So how many games have you played, you reckon? I reckon about uh, about 170. On the dot, 170? Oh, with? look, in, in the ballpark. 175? Yeah, nice. Uh, what do you, what's your high score for the Kenwick Cricket Club? Which, as we all know, is the only games that matter. Yeah. Uh, 56. Run a ball, 56, actually. It was. Uh, sure were you not, not batting with Dev Singh? Yeah, yeah, Davo Singh. Mm. Uh, that was a good little punch, that After being named top five stodger in the Kenwick Cricket Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best bowling figures? For the club, uh, one of the one of the Fifers I took against SJ that year. Oh, five, five for 30-something, five for 30-odd. Five for 36. Uh, career runs? Not lots. Um, like maybe fourteen hundred odd. Mm, thirteen seventy one. Really. Yeah. Not that good, mate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, batting average? Oh, I'd be in the in the in the low teens. Let's say let's say fourteen. Ooh, 13.44, mate. Stop pumping your tyres. Oh, a lot of, a lot of air in those tyres. <laughs> now this is on strike rate. <laughs> yeah, look, which would be inaccurate. Um, career strike rate. Yeah. I, I don't think that that number on there is correct, whatever it is. 61.51. Nah, that's too high. How many ducks? I was looking I was looking at this for the club the other day, you remember? Yeah. Um, I've actually got... I've, I've got double digits from memory. Mm. I'll say 10. 10's correct. Yeah. What about not outs? Do you know not outs? Oh, there'll be a few of them. Don't like giving the wicket away. I reckon probably 30-odd. 37. Jesus. I guess I guess you were behind the stumps a bit. Catches? 
Not heaps. <laughs> uh, 40? More here than I thought. 60. 60? Mm. How many of those is Keeper? Yeah, um, it doesn't say on, on the part that I'm looking at. Oh, okay. Runouts? Oh... <laughs> uh, this seems like a Actually, trick question. No, I did. I I reckon there's probably oh, assisted ones as keeper. Mm. Oh, they'd be in there. I got a couple of them. Like eight, maybe. Seven. Oh. And what about stumpings? Oh, this one I'm pretty I'm pretty confident on. I reckon I got about nineteen of them. Oh, that's exactly on the yeah, dot. No, how, no. how many leg side though? Well, a couple of them. <laughs> I was looking that up last week for Jackson. Had to, you know, I was reminding myself that I had more than Jacks, so unlucky, Daniel. Uh, what about career wickets? Uh, more than 150, less than 200, somewhere in that ballpark, that wide landscape. Well, you played 175 games, you've taken 176 wickets. Ooh. So nearly just over a wicket a game. Yeah, which is, which is okay. How many games do you reckon I kept? There was a few there. Yeah. Like a couple of seasons worth. Yeah, so I'd say be at least 50-ish. At least. It felt like 50. Yeah. <laughs> On my legs. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Uh, what do you your economy rate is? Career economy rate? If it's uh, if it's over three and a half, I'll be very upset. So let's say three. 3.05. Yeah, Ooh. okay. So that's could, pretty good. I would like it under three, but I can live with that. Now, we have a lot of questions that we need to go through. We'll go through them a little bit later. Sure. Um, for now, to sit back, relax. Um, obviously, you're new to this. Yeah. So. Can we cricket club yeah. podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, me and Dave are actually going to go through a few of the games now. And feel free to jump in and let us know your thoughts and feelings on each of them. Sure. Um, where do we want to start, though? Should we start with fourth grade? Uh, yeah, fourth yeah, grade was yeah. an exciting game, I think, uh, uh, yeah. that uh, didn't get played. Um, interestingly enough, I got a phone call from the president of Hilton at about 12.30 going, I can't get a hold of John Griffin. Oh, my God. Have you, do you know that the game's been cancelled? I'm like, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we found that out about three hours ago. Fair um, enough. So, yeah, he was panicking a bit. But, yeah, um, but yeah good to see that um, a couple of fourth grade players sort of uh, moved around a bit, which was good. So Yeah. Um, Good to see them still get a bit of a hit, yeah. a bit of a bowl, all that sort of stuff. Uh, forgetting fourth grade, because that was a draw, we'll jump to the one-day S, which uh, unfortunately one of the bad things was that uh, the uh, Kenwick Cricket Club uh, had had Naduchi captain again and has ruined his perfect captaincy record. Oh, no. So he was one day, he's now one and one. Ooh. Uh, a bit unfortunate. How does he come back from that? He'll have to find a way, I guess. But um, having a look here at the uh, results, uh, Kenwick bowled out for 79. They did bowl first, sorry. So Phoenix, 9 for 156. Uh, having a look here at the bowling. Uh, to be honest, uh, this would not be accurate. I'm still waiting for Gooch to give me the book. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's just not at its best as yet. Any danger, Aiden? Any danger? Uh, Dill Clements, none for 25. John Jagadoge, one for 26. Darcy Jones, none for 27. Andre Howe, one for 22, who also opened the bowling. Bowled seven straight. Now this is what really excites me. Member hit Singh, four for 14. Very exciting stuff from him. That's huge. Uh, Jack Mills, one for 28. And Isaac Brown, first of a game of cricket, two for 10. On your brownie. Two uh, overs. Very That's nice. pretty good. Very nice. Uh, if we jump over to the, the batting 
uh, part of the the innings or the match. Dill Clements eight, Hayden Narducci fifteen, Don Jagado thirteen. So you just you thought he was going to do it again for a bit there. Oh, he threatened. Oh. He threatened. Uh, Darcy Jones eleven, Zach Howell a duck. Uh, Andre Hal one, uh, Deshaun Raghavanchi with ten, Man Mahit Singh with three, Jack Mills three, Isaac Brown one, and and Sheepy uh, with uh, twenty. So unfortunately, uh, a loss there to end the season for the One Day S. Obviously, Dave, you spent a fair bit of time down in the One Day S. There, what what can we look forward to? Is there a, is there something brewing in the Fs? I think so. I reckon Jack Mills with his leggies, mate, that is dangerous stuff. He's I coming good. He's coming really good here. Um, what were his figures in the end? I can't. I one, for one for twenty odd. One for twenty. One for twenty-eight off five. That's not too bad. Still taking wickets, which is good to see. Well, he was almost—he's almost won the S bowling there. He's finished in second, equal second. Uh, Man, Mahit Singh has come home with a flurry. Mm-hmm. He was on three wickets, took a four for, and managed to get seven wickets, mm-hmm. which has topped the S bowling for the season. He's what? Just, oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is correct. That's yuck. But Man, Mahit Singh—he's come through and he's done it, and well done to him. I remember a couple of years ago when we had like A's and D's. And I think Sibby won the batting oh, award yeah. with like 123 runs, and all yeah. he was president, he goes, "No, nah, we're not awarding that trophy." <laughs> I remember I was like, like, "Well, mate, like, he's done the best of of the lot. We kind of have to give mm. him a trophy." And he was he was like, "I had to fight him for it. He didn't want to give it." <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Mammy Singh will be getting a trophy for his seven wickets. Will he? Yes. Good little cricketer. Very good little Half cricketer. Half of which in one game. How good's that? Uh, now, if we jump over to the one day, oh no, we'll go sixth grade because Kempy was you played in that game, Kemp. So I know you're not used to running us through games on air, but can you give us a bit of a recollection of how that game unfolded? Uh, yeah, I managed to sneak a sneak a little game in. I was pretty happy with that. Um, I th- I think we lost the I think we lost the toss uh, and we had to field, which wasn't too wasn't too bummed about. Um, some real some real interesting and rare units comprised that sixth grade team it was a bit of a mis- mismatch or sort of a side as well because they were missing quite a few regulars as as you were aware yeah uh thoroughly enjoyed the day um things were going pretty well rolly stone hadn't scored too much of anything uh and the boys were letting them know uh, accordingly that they had scored approximately fuck all runs <laughs> um yeah i think just there was a couple overs in the middle that they that they got away i think they hit um, I think they hit Dinesh. Dinny went for about 16 off one over, um, and that sort of uh, sort of broke the back a little bit. They had one guy, a couple of guys who, who hit out and did okay in the middle to get them to 120. I didn't didn't think they were going to get anywhere near 100, to be honest with you. But uh, cricket's a funny old game, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, looking through some of the bowling statistics. Uh, Richard Pinto, none for 23. Uh, Devon Lion Age, 3 for 15. Yourself, 2 for 18. Lianage. Shian Mendes, uh, 1 for 26. Uh, Dinesh, none for 16. And Angat, 1 for 19 there as well. So. Devon bowled really well. Uh, so, did, so did my boy Dickie Bean. Uh, he bowled pretty well too. Uh, Angat, yeah, Angat, Devon, yeah, Richie. Um, yeah, yeah, they all bowled quite well. The old, the old Dickie Bean was pretty unlucky to, to not claim a wicket. Yeah, mm. hey, good, good little pace off a couple of steps. Reminds me, reminds me of a young Al Martin with just coming in off the short mm. run. Mm. But That's obviously you know, left-handed. Then if we have a look through at the uh, the batting innings, didn't go to plan. Chasing one twenty-six, so uh, opening the batting, a mesh Ganathalaka with two, Abby Manham with nineteen, uh, Rohit Balari with uh, four, 
uh, Devon with 12, Angat 27, uh, Richard Pinto, a duck, yourself out for 5, Dinesh 22, Sheehan 4, Patrick 4, and Damon 2 not out at the end there. So, you guys were... F- oh, no, they, don't worry. These are full of wickets are clearly wrong. Yeah. There's been a real stuff up with my cricket here. It says you guys were 10 for 10. Yeah, cl- close, close yeah, to that would have been... I mean, they fell in clumps. It literally says one for one, two for two, three for yeah. three, four for four. I just, I just got the feeling none of those boys were really prepared to to dig in and bat the time that was necessary. And Gad was, um, and I thought he batted quite well for his runs, as did Abby. Abby was uh, on a mission uh, up the top there. Um, and Gad copped a good one, to be fair. Um Remember how Sharini always used to bowl and you'd get the submarine bounce? Like, mm. if we were just down Periscope and he'd, he'd bowl blokes, you know, a couple of inches off the ground? He'd cop yeah. one of those ones. Mm. Um, and, and Dinesh batted well. Uh, he, he tried to drag it out as long as possible, but um, a lot of yeehaw grandma stuff and a lot of boys not really wanting to... I guess even when you were down, nine down, you thought, could these boys scrape us home? Well, I was giving Damon some throwdowns before he went out to bat. And when he went out to bat, I, I was thinking to myself, there's a chance. Little nice little punch through the covers for two, and uh, I went, he's on. Well, he was yeah. not out, and his mate Patrick Carpenter made four as well. So Yeah, and got caught on the boundary as well. Made pretty decent connection. Like, meter oh, other side, that was that was runs, and really? the game continues. Mm. But, alas, not not to be. I think maybe, uh, yeah, just a couple of, couple of bad overs. In the middle of the of our bowling innings, cost us and and blokes not really prepared to dig in in bat time. Just bounce back this week and they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean they'd be disappointed that they didn't finish on top of the table. They still finish second. They get to host a semi final this weekend. Um, and obviously Coburn who finished top will lose, so we'll get to host the grand final. So simple. Fair enough. Uh, let's have a look at the bees game, Dave, which me and you both featured in. Uh, we bowled first. We did. Uh, where did you come on, Dave? Was it last change I bowled you? Before? Last change, yeah. yeah. Came on, just cleaned up the tail. Um, talk us through the first ball you bowled, Dave. <laughs> yeah, so I had my old man there. Um, that's right. He was standing on the uh, on the boundary, and I've um, stuffed up my run ups. So I've done my little Reese Clark sort of skip, uh, skip yeah. towards the uh, towards the crease. The ball slipped out of my hand. It's gone full toss, and it's hit the guy dead in the middle of middle stump. Um, yeah, full <laughs> toss on the pad. Big swing, no ding, out LBW. And the umpire uttered to me afterwards, said, you, I didn't even need to be here to tell you that was out. I'm like, yeah, well. So he gave it out. We look over towards Dave's dad, and Dave's dad's done this. <laughs> yeah. The colonel? Yeah. yeah the Face colonel. in hands, shaking his head. Generally displeased. <laughs> we came yeah. off, and he goes, shit really does get wickers. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get your other wicket? Oh, Steel took a very good catch. Oh, that was an awesome catch by Steel. Um, Skied it right up in the air. There was a lot of hang time on that ball. So, opening bowlers. Riley Land opened from one end. He got none for 14. Colin Smith from the other end. Bowled really well early. They got on him a little bit late. Three maidens from Coles. They started us off really tight. Ended up with one for 23. Dalton King, again, bowled superbly. None for 15 off his seven. Deserved a few more wickets, as he has the whole season, Mm. to be honest. Uh, myself got my first fifer, so I was pretty excited about that. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm a glue, just doing the business again. Two for nine off his six. If I may interject, yep. The most pleasing thing about that fifer is that Chook now can't give you shit about <laughs> not having taken a fifer <laughs> anymore. I guess so. Yeah, you know. One of his favourite things to do is, oh, hands up if you've taken a fifer. 
and then just and then just like drill into Maddie's soul with his eyes. <laughs> oh look, and then I just say hands up if you've won an SNCA bowling award. And not many people put their hand up. Interesting. That's correct. Look, uh, counting this year, I'm pretty sure that's three of the last four years I've taken out an SNCA bowling trophy. Not not to t- talk myself up or anything. So what you're saying is you have a big penis. That's what you're saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a glue two for nine. This uh, Owen and Dalton just keep kept beating the bat, and Jack's kept taking the ball gun. They're literally just too good for them. They can't hit it. <laughs> we need to bowl on the stumps. <laughs> uh, Dave came on, took his two for six, just uh, snagged a couple at the end, which was nice, and bowled him for 88, and it was good times. Uh, we went into uh, bat. Uh, still said to me, still goes, oh. Do you mind if I bat up the order? I might need to shit off early. I got my um, brother's birthday. He proceeded to bat eighty-four balls, so big of batting. Uh, made fifty-eight, first ever half century. Did phenomenally well. Owen made sixteen, opening the batting. Tyler came in, made twenty-six, and the game was done by there. Jacks with a quick little eighteen. Dalton four. Uh, Jacks with a quick eighteen. Quick eighteen off twenty. Uh, Spud. Making one. I made six off seven, got stranded, Sorry. not out. I was probably going to go on and make a half century, but... Sorry. Ran out of partners, unfortunately. Dave Bentley, two, got caught. I got bowled, sorry. Uh, Colin Smith got caught for two. And then uh, we declared eight for 158. So, good win there. Good way to finish the season. Unfortunately, obviously, finishing in fifth, which will probably keep us in one-day Bs, but also missing the finals. So. Yeah. Unfortunate little, little sort of position to, to be in, really. Mm. I mean, I... Ideally, being a club's third eleven, you'd you'd probably like to be a bit lower than one day B's. Mm. Um, I don't know how many how many other clubs in the one day B's. Like, what, where are their elevens at? You know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, in, in, in terms of their club structure. Yeah, we finished end up about probably two and a bit games out. So mm. unfortunate, but close but no chocolate. We'll look forward to next year. Uh, then jumping over to the juniors, uh, the under twelves. To start off with, uh, they had a game on the weekend that was against Canningvale Teal. Uh, Mills Park, unfortunately, uh, got pretty skittled. 7 for 61, batting out 25 overs. Uh, Samick won, he got run out. He's one of their better bats, so that's not what you want. Seth Hanley applying a bit of grit with 12 or 59. I saw that. Uh, Gary Dullywell, 11 off 37. Jack Nancaro, 19 off 34, not out. Amish Prockrell, unfortunately, a golden duck. Jalen Juarez with two. Sajib Dhaliwal, a duck. And uh, Adam Afridi with two at the back end as well. Having a look at the wickets, we only got three of them. Let's see who got them. Amish Prockrell got one. Adam Afridi got one. Adam Afridi got his second as well. So Adam Afridi cashing in. boy. Uh, let's see how many runs he went for, Adam Afridi. Two for 25 for his four. So you take that every day of the week. Hmm. Uh, now the game I want to speak about the under 15s because oh, oh baby, <laughs> big uh, going on oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Ascot Eagles, uh, they're undefeated till this point. They were, uh, I believe, 12 and 0 uh, with a buy in there and, and managed to knock them off. So very good win. Uh, we bowled first, probably didn't bowl phenomenally well. Had our patches where we bowled well and patches where we bowled rubbish. Uh, they made eight for 188. I thought. If we took a few of our chances, it probably could have been 150. But So it was going to be a tough chase, and I think I just said to them before, I said, look, regardless of if we can get these runs, let's just make sure we bat with the right intent and try and get something out of this. And I think at the halfway mark of our, our batting, we are probably sitting on... Oh, 
I guess about 65, 70 with probably half our innings still to go. I said, lads, it's time to pull the trigger. It's business time. So uh, Jake Collingwood started getting going, made 37, retired, not out. Matthew Goodhue got us off to a really good start in the batting, making his 17 and retiring. Uh, Callan Hodgson, off, coming off his top score last week where he made 28, made 21 again and retired. So he's in a good, good bit of touch. Nice. Uh, Caleb Evans came in, a big hitter, just made a quick 26. And then uh, Zach Hale came in at the back end, just started bombing a few sixes to uh, get the job done. So we finished 6 one eight seven after our 33 overs, which they were on less than that after 33. We didn't get to face our full 35 because they didn't bowl them in time. Only needed two more runs to actually defeat their score anyway. So mm. we'll, yeah, we we're going to get there regardless. But uh, very happy to get that win and locks us probably in the finals. So... Very exciting times ahead for those boys. Uh, probably take on Les Moody Gold in a semi-final in a couple of weeks up at Mazenod, so looking forward to that. Giddy up. Mm. I've just noticed as well, all 11 players bowled. How good's that? <laughs> yeah, well, we had 12, so one usually all 12 would bowl, but uh, Callan Hodgson took the gloves for the whole 35. Interesting, okay. Yeah, so, mm. How did um, it go? Yeah, did a good job. Shots the ball, which is what you want. Yeah, yeah okay. not too many buys. Zach Howe actually opened the bowling and bowled three head high, no balls in his two overs. Handy. <laughs> he was allowed to continue bowling. Uh, the third one, the third one was a bit lower, more around the waist, so they deemed it as not dangerous. Didn't have an umpire for some reason. Oh. Haven't. We've had an umpire since round two to this point. Didn't have an umpire on the weekend, so it was interesting. Mm. Uh, but yeah, good, good win. Uh, Aman got out, caught behind. Uh, the umpire, who was their coach, went to put his finger up, then went, oh, I don't think he hit it. Then silly Aman, because Aman likes to walk away and reset, starts walking towards the pavilion. I'm like, mate, he thinks you walked, that's why he gave you. Oh, Like, literally, I thought he walked. I'm standing at square leg, which is towards the middle of the change room, and starts walking towards me. Like it looks like you've walked, mate. Like you, you shouldn't have done that. How far away are we talking? Like, what, what sort of sort of distance on this road? Oh, um, two meters. Like, oh mate, what's he doing? Yes, I'm just resetting. I'm like, then walk the other way. Or wait till he says not out. Stand there. This is the problem with these kids watching too much 2020 cricket. You can reset where you're standing. Mm. Yeah, correct. Whatever they want to do, but yeah, just wait till he says not out, brother. Uh, and I'm an old man. Oh, before my time. I'll always say that. Now, uh, let's jump into our, our votes, Dave, because mm. uh, we'll always look forward to this part of the show, and it could be interesting to see who uh, gets a few votes here, maybe makes a late run at the, the title. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we'll start off with our one vote, so I'll do my one vote first, and we'll go to your one vote, Dave. Yep. Uh, my one vote um, actually went with uh, Daniel Jackson. Ooh. Um, I just thought he kept really well. Don't think he dropped any catches. Any that he did drop weren't edged, so mm. you know, so he caught the important ones. Um, and then made a good little eighteen, and you know, with his sort of half bung hamstring, I thought he did a good job. Also, a few other shout outs. One to uh, Nicole Mills. Um, Gooch told me to give her a vote. I haven't been able to squeeze her in. She brought snakes down for the boys. So um, she's a good egg. She is yeah. very, very much so. Um, also, shout out Isaac Brown on Debut taking a two for you. Got to love that. Oh, absolutely. Um, shout out Owen, battle well at the top, took two for. Uh, shout out yourself, Stephen, two for as well. Oh, very cool. um, shout out to Dave, bowled very well for his two for. And again, I just feel Dalton goes unrewarded. 
for bowling very well again. Probably a few other people I could shout out, but we'll leave it there. And uh, who who got your one vote, Dave, or um, any honourable mentions? I'll do my quick honourable mention at the moment because Kempi alluded to it when he went through his sixth grade one. Uh, shout out to Angad. Um, yeah, that's a good call. his five overs, one for 19, and then made... Uh, what was it? It was twenty-seven runs with the bat. So I thought yeah. that was a, a pretty handy, uh, pretty handy game there from Angan. Probably top um, score too. I think he top score. Uh, Would have been very did, close. He did top Abby. score absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dinesh got twenty-two for second go. top score. Good looking rooster too. So mm. you know, there's always that. Yeah, and X dot Tras not top scoring as ah. as as it should be with eight. Um, so yeah, that was my honourable mention. Yeah. Um, my one vote went to Devon. Uh, in sixth grade, mm. took three for fifteen off his eight overs. It's a pretty handy, uh, pretty handy eight overs there. Bowled really well. Very happy. Very good call. Um, Do you think I've actually met the guy? <laughs> I think I have. I couldn't pick him out in like a lineup. Uh, he works. Uh, he works away, so it's kind of hard for him to. Oh yeah, fair enough. Kind of hard for him to get yeah. to training. But yeah, he's a he's a jet. Like, my uh, he, should, he could be playing fourth grade very easily. Yeah, right. My two votes went to Devon. Uh, with his mm. three for so yeah for the same reasons mm. um yeah well bowled and keep it up take seven for in the final that's your your new goal absolutely i wouldn't put it past him uh who got your two for um someone i didn't think about until sort of the last minute mr hayden narducci oh big call um, okay captaining the f's you know giving them some spiritual guidance yeah. in their very last ditch effort to make the finals um yeah. Obviously hmm. didn't come away with the win, um, but um, no big big thanks to Hayden for filling that spot there as uh, yeah. captain of the F's. It's a very very important role to nurture the juniors that uh, come through the F. So um, I think, um, and I've told him he should do it for a couple of years. Hayden would be a great option to cut our bottom side. But Just can't get the man interested in cricket full time. I know that's the issue because he can actually get players like footy guys and stuff, and he's good with those juniors. I think it'd be great to cut our bottom side. Maybe next year I'll try getting into here again. Road to the draft? No, no. Road to the Kenwick one day Fs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my three votes went to uh, someone who didn't actually play on the weekend. Um, I just felt like this guy provided a lot of energy. Um, big fan of this guy. Um, didn't have to do what he did. And I gave it to Connor Breed. Three votes. Came down, supported us, fielded, scored the whole innings when we batted. Uh, he didn't have to do that and we appreciate it and I enjoy when he comes on the field because this is no offence to anyone else on our field not many people talk enough and I'm sick of it but Connor Bray comes yeah, on and it, talks a lot it, it does get a bit dead out there oh, especially when I play the bees there's like myself, Tomo, Matty, me and you, um, that's it you know, we sort of get the guys rounded up and then there's nothing yeah I don't get that Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you have a chat? Yeah, correct. Get in the rear. Spud did. Spud did get a little bit vocal occasionally. Um, but but yeah. Connor Bray came out and was energy was right up there, which yeah. I enjoyed. So he deserved that three votes, and I gave it to him. Yeah, as he yeah. as you should. Absolutely, I actually forgot about that. He's very stiff to miss out in my top five because I've already also, locked in the other. <laughs> an honourable mention of mine, Jason Thompson, mm. who just pulled the pin instead of playing, which ludicrous from you, Jason. But I appreciate the reason you did it. Um, but. I guess we got the win, and you're still a part of it, Jason, so good stuff. If there ever was a clubman uh, mm, at the Cameron yeah. Cricket Club, his name is Jason Thompson. Very true. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, your three, Dave? Uh, my three votes went to Manny Singh. Good call. Uh, took a four for, four for 14 off his five overs. Um, obviously put the uh, the dark 
history of number 36 off his two overs against Thornley a couple of weeks ago. Just yeah. went, you actually, you know what? I'm going to forget about that. Yeah. And I'm going to really pick up. And then, yeah, four for 14, mate. That's a phenomenal effort. Well done, Manny. It is. Uh, my four votes uh, went to this guy. I reckon his fourth game of cricket. Played juniors with him at Queen's Park. Uh, and I saw when he came down to training for the first session, I went, there's enough here. We'll, 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 we'll find something with this. Hasn't dropped a catch since he's been down. Just feels phenomenally. Has been something with little left armers and can hit a ball as well. And made 58 on the weekend. Steel Milne. Opening the batting world on steel. So Great four votes to him and very, very well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. He's also got my four votes. Um, yeah, 58 off 84. There was a real clean, straight drive that he played yeah, um, when towards he, the middle of the innings, mate. That was that was some shot. It's interesting. There'll be some balls he'll play and miss, play and miss, and then he'll just connect with a real nice like, off-drive or yeah. cover drive and absolutely whack, and you're like, yep. yeah, that was pretty good. Mm. Got a bit yeah. stodgy at the start, you know, just trying to get the confidence up, yeah. see some balls. I think his strike rate at one point was down about 15, 20, and then yeah. next thing you know, mate, bang, uh, off uh, he went. Elite status. Yeah. Absolutely. Finished with a strike rate of about 70 or 80. Uh, my five votes went with uh, someone who has already been mentioned, but I think he deserves the five votes, and very happy to give it to him. Man Mahit Singh, uh, five votes for his forfa, and also made three as well. So, And one thing to note about his forfa, uh, three bold and one LB. Just said, get on my bat, lads, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need your help. Mate. So obviously the games that he's previously played have scarred him, and he's realised he needs to go on alone. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day, cricket is an individual sport played in a team. Yeah. Yeah, yep. uh, five. five votes uh, went to an esteemed gentleman of the uh, Kenwick Cricket Club. Um, awesome personality, does so much for us, helps us out in so many different well ways. Well done, Reese Clark. Well done, Reese Clark, for oh. not no um, for missing the bus for, for the missing the bus time. for the seventh mm. time um, and not showing up. No, it's uh, it's Matthew Arrowsmith. Well done, mate. Thanks. First five for, for the club. Five for twenty off seven overs. Um, my favourite. My personal highlight was his second wicket, which was a caught and bowled. <laughs> he took two wickets in the first over. Um, and I've never seen someone so emotionless when they've taken a wicket. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally come back maybe waist to chest high. He's just gone bang, looks straight at the batsman, no real emotion on his face, and just tosses the ball in the air and walks at him. It was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, love it. Channeling Stuart McGill there? I don't know. I just, uh, I think Jack, Jack, as Jack said, he wishes he had a GoPro on his head oh, so he could have gone. Because I, there's sort of the split second where your face. Not shits itself because there's a ball coming, mm. and then you guys, that's a really easy catch. And then I just blank faced and just tossed over my shoulder and walked <laughs> towards the batsman. Did, were you unhappy with the delivery that you had bowled? Were you like, nah, oh, that's yuck? Nah, nah, I just thought I'm just going to show no emotion, make sure this like knows I mean business. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> trying to alpha him. I guess so. Yeah. He actually looked quite good with the bat. They, their openers, their two openers looked okay, and then after that, they weren't, yeah, there wasn't a heap, unfortunately, for yeah. them. I just love as well every single bowly ball where he went. Oh, that's pus. Was a dot ball. So yeah, no, twice. Yeah, yeah twice. Yeah. It was like, oh, that <laughs> shit. And no, dot ball straight to spot at cover. No, yeah. no, no issues whatsoever. Yeah, sensible field placement there. Yeah, mm. uh, we'll have to call you Michelle Arrowsmith. <laughs> now, before we do move on, someone else I want to give a special mention to, because obviously sheep was late to the game. Surprise, surprise. I don't believe you. No, uh, surely not. Big effort from Benny Howard. Went down subfielded for a while. Yeah, he yeah. messaged me. He, he said, is this allowed? And I said, if there's no official umpire and you don't go on the team list, yeah, 
Who's going to know? Yeah, you're fine. You're in whites, you play for Good on you, get on there. Um, so, yeah, well done to him. Shout, Shout out to Benny. Benny. Yeah, yeah, good, on, he, good on you, Benny. He's got a special connection with the man upstairs as well, as we know from the grand final, when the man upstairs oh. placed the ball directly into his hands. Yes. God mm. placed in his hands. Mm. It was good to see the Beckenham community out and about. Mm. Now, uh, going on there. it is time to sort of delve back into Stephen Kemp because it is his his show, his podcast, and obviously you're not very familiar with doing this sort of stuff, are you? You'd be it's, a bit nervous. It's not my show. It's it's the it's the people's show. Okay, it's a flog thing to say, but no worries. <laughs> um, Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling? First of all, pretty relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Pretty ready for. Whatever cometh my way. Looking forward to throwing these questions out. Yeah, I'll, I'll start things yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with a clump of questions because this is from one single person. Um, from Peter Halloran, <laughs> who sent in a heap. I do like asking Peter questions because he doesn't know much about cricket and he doesn't really know who you are and you just don't know what you're going to get. And I tell you, it's some interesting questions. Okay. Can you read it in his voice? No. Because I won't do a good job. <laughs> it will please me. I'm sorry, but I can't. If you could change the cricket ball to any colour you wanted, what colour would you pick? What colour would I pick? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing with a white ball if we were all wearing coloured stuff. That'd okay. be that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I could get around that. More freedom with the uniforms. <laughs> Now, remember, this is a man who doesn't know anything about cricket. I'm very familiar with this man. What's the <laughs> ideal weight for a cricket bat? For a cricket bat? Mm. Oh, what's that about? Two, two, eight, two, nine? Yeah. Um, what's better, power or precision? Uh, well, uh, in, in, the, in the ladies' game, I would say it's more about precision, and in the men's game, I'd say it's probably more about power. Oh, wow. Um, England has the Barmy Army. What does Australia have? Uh, f- fucking redneck bogans. I've got the Richie Benos. Yeah, but it's not quite the same, <laughs> is it? Uh, <laughs> who would win in a fist fight between Shane Warne and Ricky Ponting? <laughs> I reckon Ricky Ponting's got a significantly higher amount of cunt in him. Fair enough. Um, why isn't baseball as big in Australia when it's clearly the more entertaining game to watch? Go to the Tampa Bay race. Um, well, I'd like to suggest... Um, Oh, while we're on the subject, I, I don't follow it at all, but I'd like to go for the Padres just because they're the, the San Diego Padres. It's a that's bit a, about that's a fair call. Yeah. Bit about that name that I, I like. Um, baseball is not really a good sport, in my humble opinion. Um, and that man also enjoys his wrestling, which is basically um, fantasy dress-up cosplay shit. <laughs> is it wrestling or WWE? Is WWE really wrestling? You call it whatever you want. <laughs> is watching a test match the equivalent to watching paint dry? He has also said the answer is yes. Uh, I disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> Fair enough. Golf, surely. Uh, now, this one's quite a funny one, and, and I like this one. And I don't know if there's enough in your arsenal to be able to put one together off the top of your head. All right, pick your team to play against India, but the players you have to pick from are all former Prime Ministers of Australia, <laughs> Julia Gillard included. Gee, she's, <laughs> she's got a lot of mongrel about her. <laughs> I reckon she'd take the gloves and she'd just be snarling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, former Prime Ministers. Mm. Has to be a Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, I'm playing John Howard as a bat. <laughs> Not a bat big bowler? No. Um, bat slip. <laughs> ScoMo can come because fuck that bloke talks some shit. Yeah, um, he's got COVID. Not you surely, 
Sure, you got to get Kevin Rudd in there. Kevin, I said, you know, with yeah, the handball. Kevin, Kevin, be in there. Nah. Um, oh, what's that bloke's name? Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm Turnbull. Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, Turnbull. Just because um, a very intelligent man, so I imagine he'd be very <laughs> astute in the field, and I reckon he'd be very good at placing the pawn pieces because we all know cricket's just a just a physical game of chess. I assume Bob Hawke would be a lock. Oh, he liked a liked a drink, didn't mm. he? Um, um, and Sir Robert Menzies, he'd get a shout yeah. as well, just for the old timey stuff. Yeah. He'd yep. maybe tell me about what W. G. Grace was all about. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Totally off topic. If I was the Prime Minister and got to pick the Prime Minister 11. Now, the Prime Minister, at the end of that, doesn't really pick the 11 because the cricketers should be like, just make sure you pick these blokes. I'd be the worst. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm picking my 11. You can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be Kadir. like, Cameron Valente. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your back brother. James Faulkner. <laughs> Tim David. <laughs> he went for a lot of money in the IPL, Tim David. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, well, I like Tim David and he's got talent. There's no way he should be the most paid Australian to go to the IPL. Sorry. Yeah, That's... no, I, I agree. It's all cyclical, though, isn't it? You know. Mm. Anyway, uh, Dave, we'll jump over to your first question. Now, I'd like you to go back to your roots. To my roots? Okay. Carl Harvey oh. has, has emailed in and goes, What do you miss most about your hometown? And he's also asked another question. Will you ever have a strike rate above 15? Um, well, uh, I, was, I was born... In uh, Swan Districts Hospital, which RIP no longer exists. Um, so I was actually born in Perth, Oops. Kyle. So um, I don't miss much about my hometown because I live there. <laughs> he may mean Geraldton. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know he is, but I'm just being a coat. Um, what do I miss about Geraldton? Um, oh, it's a place pretty well devoid of um, any logical reason uh, or morals, and pretty much anything goes. So it's like Moss Eisley in Star Wars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if that's if that if that works for you, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Um, and a strike rate above fifteen. Fifteen. Um, in a one-day format, look, it's anything's possible. In a two-day format, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> um, one here from Jeff Martin. Oh um, man, the great man. Was Jeff Martin your greatest uh, junior cricket coach? And can you answer this? Are you a batting all-rounder or a bowling all-rounder? <laughs> uh, at Kenwick, he was definitely my greatest coach. Yep, yep, yep for sure. Uh, funny story about that. I don't know if I, I might have said it on the podcast before. Um, I remember I was watching. I was always very interested in Ian Harvey and what he was doing <laughs> and his slow balls. And I, I said to I said um, Jeff, what, "How do you how do you bowl a slow ball?" He said, "Just bowl it slower." <laughs> went, ah, oh, cool. right. Yes, good. Uh, I'll take that and and I'll learn. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Am I a bowling all-rounder? I'm definitely a bowling all-rounder. Yeah, but I, yeah. I would have had concerns if you tried to answer with batting all-rounder. Can I say, if there's like three facets of the game, like bowler, keeper, batter, scorer, fielder, like I've just decided there's more than three facets of the game, but yeah, fielding is definitely not my strong suit. Mm. Uh, over to you, Dave. This one's come from Connor Breed. Um and it kind of hits on something that all three of us seem to have in common, Kempi. Not, not. And he wants me. to know about, oh, not, not Matt, <laughs> just for the record. Is it, um, oh, so it's not big penis stuff then. No. <laughs> um, and he wants me to ask you um, about his music taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and what song he's heard recently um, that you would like to recommend to a friend. Ah, see, because when we had him on, on the show, he, he said he's 
started delving into more classical stuff, Ooh. which is quite unusual. I, I thought that was a bit. It was like it was, it was like it was was it Beethoven or, or Mozart or, or some shit, Manny? Like it I was. I can't remember. It was it was a bit. How you going? Hmm. Um. Oh look, I look. I'm, I, I like my heavier music. That being said, I've been listening to a lot of the Darkness's new album, uh, and they're not they're not heavy. Um, they describe themselves as man rock. As what? Man rock. Man rock. It's, yeah, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like glam metal or hair rock, but it's it's man rock. Interesting. Um. So I guess if if there was a song, um. Yeah. Anything off off the new Darkness album's pretty pretty okay. Fair yeah, enough. A uh, couple here from Al Martin. The first one, uh, your memories of junior cricket at Kenwick. My first memory, of, uh, one of my first memories of junior cricket relates to Al. So I remember uh, I got called up to play an under-13s game um, when I was already only playing in under-10s. And the really, really good juniors like um, Ant Futerick and Al Martin were playing both. Well, sorry, Al was playing under-13s even though he should have been playing under-10s. Um, and so yeah, got the call up, and it was at Sutherland's. Mum, mum drops us off, and mum, love and bless her. I reckon she gave me about like five or six, like six hundred mil bottles of like cordial. Oh, wow. And and like Al was like being real cheeky, and he was like, "Oh, you bring cordial for the whole team." And as a <laughs> ten-year-old, that really rocked me. That shattered me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know if I could be a part of this. Um. Junior cricket. Junior cricket at the Kenwood Cricket Club. I really want to know what Al would have looked like as a child. I um, can't imagine it. He was, he was a thin, wiry young lad. Mm. Um, not a lot of power. Um, he was definitely more of a more of a, a technically precise batsman, a placer of the ball, if you will. Was he bowling heat? Al, uh, Al actually <coughs> grew up bowling leg spin. Really? Yeah. I was, would not have and, that. and he was actually a good, yeah, real good little spinner. Mm. Stop bowling it again, Al. His older brother, uh, Andrew Frosty, um, he, he was a quick bowler as well. And maybe, I don't know, After sometime after I moved to Geraldton, Al figured out that he could bowl rapido. So. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But ju- junior cricket was a lot about uh, Blackie and, and Jeff Martin coaching us as, as under-10s. Yeah. Um, the old Mills Park, the nets down the back near the near the tennis courts. Yeah. Um, yeah, pre, pre-development. Oh, I tell you, they, they were they were they were fun times. To to this day, I think my mum still got my under tens uh, participation trophy. Nice. Yeah, I got a lot of fond memories of, uh, of my junior days. Nice. Love that. Uh, the other one here from Al Martin. Would you rather lose a game of cricket to Coburn or the Yellow Caps? Ooh. Oh fuck! That's like saying, do I have my left foot cut off or my right foot cut off? Mm. Um, Who are the Yellow Caps? Uh, Cameron Wisses Club, Wanderers, ah, Wanderers right. Cricket Club. See, when I was playing up there, they were exceptionally good. Um, so it's not like I would have sort of really had a choice in the matter because they just invariably beat us. Mm. <sighs> that being said, Coburn, there's so many more of the like they've got so many teams that they just like they pretty much annoy a whole association, don't they? I, I can't split them. They, they're basically the equivalent of each other in their respective competitions. <laughs> I have a few uh, questions here from Mr. Anonymous. So, Chook, how are you, brother? I can, I can reveal it's not Chook. I don't believe you. It's actually not. Chook hasn't sent in a question this week, actually. What? No. Which surprises me. I don't believe you. It's across my heart. It's where my dad's grave. It's not Chook. Oh. Well, in that case, fuck you, Chook. <laughs> Not um, support, brother. Yeah, fuck Anonymous. You. 
What's it like being the second best cricketer in your family? <laughs> <laughs> um, just trying to think out of in my in my whole family who. When I was when I was a young chap, when I before I actually went to to my first Kenwick training session, mum mum would give me little underarm throwdowns in the in the driveway, mm. and they were dangerous left armers. So <laughs> so maybe maybe mum. Maybe mum's the best cricketer in the family. Potentially. Um, but you know what? It's okay. I, I'm happy to, if, you know, I can be the second best cricketer in the family. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, do you score at a higher strike rate at home than you do in the middle? <laughs> um, How many six and outs? Come on. Well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't like to... Yeah, okay. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> How do you reflect on your season predictions at the start of the year? What were my predictions? I recall the you were pretty harsh saying that fourth grade probably wouldn't go too well. Did I? Yeah. Some real um, like cane corns shit. Is that one? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Um, happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> Very happy to be proven wrong. I also didn't really know if I was going to be playing fours this year. To be honest with you. True. At the start of the year, I thought mm. I'd be in the in the one day bad boys with yourself. Yeah, I thought the one day bad boys would do a lot better. Well, we didn't expect to lose so many players mm. that we thought would come down yeah. to that one day beast team. Very true. That's very true. Uh, over to you, Dave. This one comes back to um, a decision we made as a committee a little while ago, um, relating to the uniforms. Um, Mr. Jake Collingwood has emailed in. Oh yeah, uh, or messaged in sorry, and said, like "Why don't you like the bucket hat? What 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 about the bucket hat? Is it that really pisses you off? Because every time the bucket hat comes up, you seem to almost have a bloody coronary." Yeah, look, if <laughs> if I'm 100 percent honest, I and the stance has softened slightly, um, given how much the boys have got around it. Like I've sort of just I've sort of made peace with it. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like, there's enough of what we do on the field that's village and fucking yuck, <laughs> like, that we don't need headwear or apparel to confirm how fucking yuck, like, the standard of cricket it's that we play is. It's a Kenwick cart. It's pretty yuck. It's pretty, it's, it just it just looks fucking yuck. It doesn't. We'll agree to disagree. Um, well, let's, let's just... I don't agree to that. Let's not have an argument. We'll, <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. And we'll move on. Because I'm not going to listen to this. But you know what? When when Colby's gone out there and batted, and blokes have fed him shit from opposition, I I, I feel somewhat validated. Exactly, and you should. I'm a message. Wait, what? Uh, no, I, I feel validated because he looks yuck. Oh, I don't give a, it's better. Feel fucking stupid and still lick him. <laughs> good, good and, and as we all know, Shemez is the barometer of the association. <laughs> and I remember Colby going out to bat and Shemez going, "Fuck off, back to primary school, you little you know, rah rah rah," and um. Yeah, Shemez obviously a great bloke, so we should listen to what he says. Mm. Uh, from Anthony Fuderick. Ah, the man. Um, why haven't you brought back the porn star, Mo? Oh, there's a little bit of musty going at the minute. Okay. It's not as porn star as your moustache, might I add. Really? Mm. You look like you look like you're here to clean pools. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the Stodging Cartel still in operation? I don't think it ever died, but I, d I think it definitely went underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, for fear of retribution. Because, you know, stodging is, is... I don't think it's ever been fashionable, and I, I don't think it's ever been attractive. Yeah. 
but uh, it's necessary. There's a time and a place. All right. Do you have many questions left there, Dave? I've got a couple more yep. here. I've also got one from Anthony Fudrick. Yeah. Um, just to continue on the uh, Mr. Fudrick train. Are the rumours true that you're a good bloke? Uh, <laughs> that's very open to interpretation. I suppose it depends if, uh, if you're from Coburn or not. Because I'd like to think I can get along with most people. Yeah. Uh, unless unless you're from unless you're from Coburn, in which case I've got a chip on my shoulder about you, mm. um, and I just assume you're not a good bloke. Fair enough. Fair I've enough. got a few here from Cameron Wiss. Oh, um, got a lot of time for these these individuals. Talk us through what I believe was your first career stumping at Pingerly <laughs> Nudeman off a promising <laughs> and up and coming offspin bowler. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the fiftieth uh, anniversary Kenwick v Nudeman game. Um, these back in those days, we had quite a quite a lot of uh, interest in playing, yeah. and I think I like I batted at like eighteen, like one of the games. Like everyone, everyone had a yeah, go. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we won that game, but it was getting toward the back end of the back end of the day. We're playing on turf, and we've been drinking all day. Like we get on the bus at like seven thirty in Maddington, mm. and we all day we've been drinking, and yeah. it's 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 like five o'clock in the evening by this point, and Wiss is coming on and he's bowling his offies, and we'd played a little bit of indoor cricket together, so I'm I'm calling him Bargy, you know Harbajan, Kanye Bargy, 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 and yeah, he tosses one up, uh, it sneaks through, I I managed to to capture it, and I rip the bales off, and the two of us run into the middle like squealing like you know s- school kids <laughs> and we just just to pull pulled off something miraculous um stump stump camp bold whiz just <laughs> just magic nice love that nice uh more here from uh cameron whiz uh savage garden all the calls <sighs> that's that's a toughie um i i want to s- I'll, I'll stick with the cause mm. But that said, it's a big I, call. I got a lot of respect for Savage Garden because they released, as as we all know, two albums and then had the audacity and the gall to release a third album being the best of Savage Garden. That's, <laughs> how, that's how good they were. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right, now, maybe they were contractually obligated to release a third album within a certain period of time. Who knows? I don't know. I've not researched it. Suffice to say, if you're that good after two albums, you release a best of, pretty fucking good. Fair enough. Uh, which club has nicer blokes? Wanderers Cricket Club in Geraldton or South Bertram Cricket Club? <laughs> <laughs> South Bertram don't exist anymore and that makes me happy, so let's go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> you won't like this one. Have you, come to the ter- have you come to terms with the fact that your hat-trick ball clearly had no bat involved? Oh. Is this still Wiss? Yes. Well, Cameron, I thank you for your question. Um, I'd like to probably start by saying that you weren't at the ground. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad you've got your opinion on various sources who may have been at the ground. Um, I I haven't come to terms with it um, because it was out. Fair enough. And the final one here from Cameron Wiss. How many wickets do you think the Geraldton slow-medium in-swing slash out-swing combo could have taken if one of the combo didn't move to another club? Also, when do you think we should cash in and make some training videos for the young bowlers? Huh. I 
we were so spoiled at this club having Wiss. We honestly, truly were spoiled having the Martin Wiss opening bowling combination in fourth grade. Because, yeah, I tell you what, they just they took wickets for fun. They honestly, really, truly did. And it was a pleasure fielding at backward square leg as the worst fieldsman in the in the fourth grade side, and just watching Wiss make batsmen look stupid. Fair Love enough. That. Yeah. Over to you, Dave. All right. I've got, still got a few more here. Yep. Um, got uh, Mr. Ben Howard has oh. uh, messaged in um, and wants to know what it's like to be considered the slowest batsman ever seen. If that's the case, then I would say it's an honour and a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that badge with pride all day, every day. <laughs> uh, one here from the package. Ooh. He goes, ask him if he has always bowled in swing and what's the secret to swinging it too much? Uh, yeah, have always bowled in swing. Um, my action's pretty messed up and bowling an outswing is near impossible unless the ball has a litre of sweat on one side and is so heavy that it is forced to go the other way. Yeah. Um, package bowls... His action's a lot nicer than mine, but his was also very well set up for an in-swinger. I don't think he'd be able to bowl an outie. So also not swinging it too much. He said swinging it that much. My apologies. Swinging it that much. Um, tips for swinging it that much. He does it. He does what I do. Yeah. Fair enough. And um, and and he does it with some some stylish facial hair. It's a bit of good-looking rooster about Sheehan, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is, I mean, this you don't get called the package for nothing, do you? Yeah. David. I've got a few questions here from a, a certain individual. Mr. Graham Smith. Oh, no. <laughs> top um, of the morning to you, Graham. Top of the morning to you. Who is your favourite non-Australian batter and bowler pre-2015? Ooh, non-Australian. Non-Australian batter and bowler. Um, I always, always enjoyed watching Brian Lara bat. <coughs> Um, yeah, it's a good shout. Just the the ridiculously high um, bat lift, mm. and just like near blatant disregard for who literally anyone who bowled at him when he was on. Like it was like you're an under ten, and I'm a senior cricketer. I'm going to mm. hit you wherever the fuck I'm going to hit you. Like just elite, elite shit. Did you see him in that um, fundraising game for the bushfires a couple of years ago? He was still, still hitting it. sixes like yeah. they were going out of fashion. Still though. got <laughs> it. Still got it. Uh, Bowling-wise, bowling-wise pre-2015, um, Matthew Hoggard. There's so many. Um, no. Brecken. No, he's Australian. He said not. Oh, shit, non-Australian. Sorry. Um, I mean... Corey Collymore. There was a bit about Corey, wasn't there? I wouldn't say Murley because, I don't know, there's just so much about Murley for me that's like a bit tainted a bit with the no-balling yeah. stuff. What about... Um, I tell you, I, I didn't enjoy watching um, Wazim Makaram bowl. You're always a Zahi Khan, man. Mm, Wazim. Um, his ability to swing a ball... Um, with very little discernible difference in mm. in wrist position or action, at at ridiculous pace with a a white ball that was old and fucked. Oh, just yeah, that man was incredible. Yeah, back before they had two new white balls at each end. Yeah, probably True. worked really well for the for the Pakistanis. Wakar Yunus as well. Fuck, he was good. I like Daniel Kumble. Yeah, the uh, the medium pace bowler from yeah. India. 
Mm. Oh, Dan Vittori mm. for me. Love that. I Love Dan Vittori. Oh, I got a bit of time for Dan. Yeah. yeah. He's been probably spun out a bit more than... Uh, Who's um, oh, Chris Martin? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Aero Pads. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I see something... Like, there's a bloke, Liam um, Moldrich, who plays at Riverton. Mm. He's still got the same Aero Pads from, like, 2011 or 2012. And we, I remember playing against them and... We, we saw them and I saw them and we both laughed at him like just simultaneously. <laughs> I'll always, always remember mm. us making fun of him. And he's still got those pads to this day. We played them a month ago and he was wearing them. <laughs> wow. Mm. Uh, next um, one I've got a couple, here, more, a couple more here from Smitty. What did you want to be growing up? Um, the very first thing that I can remember, um, I think it was around like 1997, um, the, fir- the first Ace Ventura movie came out. Oh, yeah. So I was about eight. I remember going to mum. I'm like, so how do I become a pet detective? <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? Oh, I love that. Nice. And the final question. <coughs> Here we go. Mm. Metaphysical philosophy on the conscious existence of life itself. And he wants to know whether or not you believe the conscious and subconscious planes are linked forms of existence Simp- or simply two forces acting simultaneously? It's rather deep. It's a very deep question. It's rather deep, Graham. Uh Well, I mean, conscious and unconscious, both, both streams of actions within a person. Hmm. And, and uh, you may act uh, consciously off something that is taking place within the unconscious, within your mind. Uh, but in terms of planes of existence... Hmm. Uh, I don't think anything uh, unconscious sort of really exists, does it? Hmm. Conscious uh, you know, actions are, are louder than than words or thought words. Yep. Cool thoughts. Um, oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> 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 I tend to um, agree with you, Kempi. This this is a few from Spud. Um, Spud also said when he sent these through, um, make sure to tell him that I've got a lot, lot of time for him too. He's a very good man. Ah, oh, it's very kind so of you, Spud. Wanted me to make sure I pass that on. <clears throat> okay. Where do you feel your media career is headed now that you're the host of such a prestigious show as the Kenwood <laughs> Cricket Club podcast? Do you think commercial radio is on the horizon? Remember, we do have an international audience on this podcast. So Don't we just? Yeah. Um... Look, if, if any Cyprians are listening, <laughs> um, I'm potentially available <laughs> on a short-term deal. Um, well, look, I'll, I'll level with you, Spud. If, uh, if, the, if this podcast can keep going, that'd make me pretty happy. Fair enough. I, I, do, nice. I do enjoy talking, talking shit about our club. Because at the end of the day, it's the best club in the world as far as I'm concerned. And, and fuck everyone else who doesn't <laughs> play for us. They can all get fucked. Absolutely. Here, here. <laughs> Who's a better radio host, you or Jacob Landsmere? Jacob Landsmere by uh, the length of a straight, a country mile, um, and daylight. Fair enough. Uh, over to you, Dave, the next one. I've got a couple more here. Um, this one's from someone you know very well, uh, Mr. Tom Walden. Ah. When he finishes his question, I have something to add to that before he answers, but go on. Ooh. So, cast your mind back. It was obviously a very glorious day. The time you hit your first six... Uh-huh. I um, it well. <coughs> but he feels as though the listeners need some context. So you need to start the story from the night before. And you need to finish the story on the night after. Now, I can tell you that Tom also afterwards said, he said, the listeners need context and details. And then I said, okay. And he said, Maddie, 
details, details. They need details. So, yeah, I assume you need to go in depth here. Look, I work for the government. I need details. I don't know. Details, please. I don't know if he's ever if he's ever going to be satisfied with my answer. Um, on the Walden podcast, um, we did discuss that. Um, we actually contacted the Geraldton Regional Cricket Board and asked them to move, like, refixture our game against Calbarry. It was supposed to be a home game for us. We had it changed so that we could play them up in Calbarry because, yeah, like half three quarters of the side was in Calbarry for levers. Uh, right. <laughs> so, you know, thankfully we did. And the mm. night before the game, um, gee whiz, we got, we got absolutely... I mean, it was levers, so we got absolutely fucked. Mm. Um, I Tom was Tom was staying at a different place to to where I was, so I'd be I'd be hard pressed to sort of put words in his mouth as to what he got up to. Um, I know I got absolutely fingered that night before. Um, I thankfully stayed at the caravan park near directly across the road from the from the rec ground there, the footy ground, cricket yep. ground. Um, so it was wasn't a long walk for me. Um, I remember rocking up to the game. Um, Kyle's dad, Bernie, uh, was captain, and he asked me to open the batting with Tom. Uh, Tom always opened the batting mm. back in the day. Um, I did occasionally. Um, in this particular instance, uh, I said no. Uh, he said three. I said no. <laughs> he said four. I said no. Uh, he said five, and I said sure. Because I'm thinking to myself, Top four is going to do a little bit. I've got a bit of time to get some Powerade in me, have something to eat. Yep. Maybe the sun will fucking get some of this piss out of my body. <laughs> um, I'm pretty pretty confident we were three for Dick. I'm, I reckon I'll, I reckon three for less than less than twenty, and I would have been in like sixth sixth seventh over in a, okay. in a forty five over game. Um, I then proceeded to anchor. And anchor's probably not the right word. Stodge. I proceeded to stodge my way uh, to my then highest ever score of 48 mm-hmm. not out. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the old um, kookaburra bats that had the graphite mm-hmm. on the back? Yeah. The, the beast, oh, the yeah, beast yeah, yeah, and, yep. and the uh, kahuna. The kahuna, yeah. Uh, old Matty LaCastro was playing and he had he had one of the beast bats. And uh, the Calberry captain was bowling and he floated a medium pacer up and I was just decided that it was going um, and I like pretty much slog swept him and it went through for a behind in the footy guys <laughs> on the full and I was, I was pretty chuffed with that that night that I think he's actually alluding to um, was my first interaction with local government now Dave you and I both worked in local government for a, for a period of time a number of years yes um, that that uh, that evening uh, we went to the Calbarry skate park which Happens to adjoin the footy and cricket ground. Yep. Um, we all got pretty pretty mangled. Um, one of the one of the council rangers rocked up. Uh, oh, here we go. And I told him uh, that he was a poor man's police officer and that he, <laughs> and that he could fuck off. Um, That's not a transit guard. Later, <laughs> later that evening, um, one of our friends, Thomas, and my friends, Lee, uh, he rocked up uh, in his car with his mate Daniel. Uh, they were a year older than us, and they repeated Year Twelve, so they called themselves Year Thirteens. Oh dear! Real, real, real long story. Real long story. Um, suffice to say, they rocked up. They parked up. Uh, my girlfriend at the time uh, didn't like Thomas, 
uh, didn't like Lee, the, our, our mm. mate who just rocked up, um, and she decided to hurl all manner of uh, missiles, for lack of a better phrase, uh, at his car. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident that like a lot of his car body and definitely his windscreen got smashed to fuck. And I reckon for a bit of it, Thomas was probably in the back of that car, in probably in the boot. Oh, jeez. Um, and look, I may not be remembering this as, as, as well as I could. Suffice to say, Thomas had an interesting evening. Fair it enough. sounds like it. <laughs> I took you off on a tangent there. I'm very sorry. What, uh, what's your final then. question there, Dave? Uh, my final question is from uh, Mr. Greg Tomasini. Oh, GT, the great man. And he would like to know how many years you get out of a cricket bat with mainly deflicting runs into the reverse V between slips and fine leg. Uh, he imagines he, you would get a few years out of your cricket bat compared to others. Yeah, he's not wrong. Middle's generally pretty fresh <laughs> on, on my sticks. When did I get when did I get my current bat, Matty? I reckon I probably got that three or four years ago. Looks like four years ago. Uh, and it's, sta- it's starting to restart? Yeah, yeah, it's start- and it's starting to go starting to go a bit now. Yeah, it'd be ever a little while. I've, ever since I've been playing at Kimwick, I've known you to have a yeah. restart, yeah. Yeah, so before that I had the marsh bat. Um, and I reckon I probably had that for a good four years. Gee, I neglected that bat. It was a real mm. beautiful piece of wood. Shout out to Lewis Walden who um who made it look real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I reckon about I reckon get about four or five years out of a stick. Yeah. How close are you to buying another one? Or are you pretty happy at the moment? I really enjoy my stick, um, but I feel like I'm probably due. The the toes copped a lot of heat. Yeah, and it's probably it's probably ready. It's an occupational risk with you, when you stodge the toe sometimes. Yeah, a bit, yeah. Because the edge also counts the toe, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah. All right, so I've got one here. A few more here from Spud. Uh, do you think your hat trick in the grand final was the pinnacle of your cricketing career? See, it's going to sound very coaty, <laughs> but cricket. As much as it is an individual game, it's a team game. So, f- for example, the in Geraldton, um, and in these games obviously don't count, but three grand finals in a row with my, with my town's cricket club up there and and Tommy Orton like that. That was pretty pretty elite. Coming coming to Perth and the first year I was at the club, we won the two day flag, which is winning two day flags is the pinnacle as far as I'm concerned. It's yeah, that's definitely that's definitely where it's at. That two-day flag in fourth grade against against Hilton Palmyra, that was yeah, that was really that was probably one of the one of my my favourite moments. In a in a personal in a personal sort of a, a sense, the the hat trick's probably not the probably not the highlight of what I've I've done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, fuck Cannington, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, another question here from Spud again. He sent us through th- sent through a few, um, getting a couple of late entries here as well. Um, who do you think may be the next life member of the KCC, and do you think Jacob Lansbury would be a worthy inclusion to the KCC if we could get him over? Great questions, Spud. Great questions. Um, I look not that I'm on the committee, uh, but if I if I were on the committee, uh, it would be. It would be my suggestion that uh, the man sitting directly across from me, uh, Matthew Arrowsmith, is probably the most likely, uh, probably the most likely next life member. Thanks, Dad. That that being said, mm. obviously it's about me now. Um, mm. 
and I'm the youngest life member, so so it can't be about you. <laughs> so you'll have to wait a period of time. Okay, sure. Yeah, even though you've already done a, a lot. Uh, and in terms of Landsmere, yeah, we'd all we'd love to have Landsmere. It would be a very handy acquisition. Yeah, definitely. Um, but also, if he came, if he came to to the Gamut Cricket Club, would we have to look at maybe having like a three host system for this podcast? I suppose that's not unheard of. Would that would that work? How would you feel about that? Yeah, I'm not sure. It'd be a tough one. Maybe rotate rotation policy. Never cared for that. It's not. It's not a junior podcast, mate. Yeah. Oh look, <laughs> and he's always said that. Oh look, the Australian <laughs> cricket team used to operate on a fast bowling rotation policy, and everyone used to get pissed off. Oh, gee, we had a lot of good stuff back then, didn't we? <laughs> Those were on, days. on this day, uh, was it like 19 years ago? Andy Bickle took his seven for 20 and scored yeah. 34. Me and Jacob Lands, we were actually talking about that. Oh song. man, Andy Bickle, what a what a man. A uh, couple of like entry questions. From a man who we thought may not have entered a question, but he has now. Sean Ingram. I take back the fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, got in very quickly. Okay. Live question. Get this. Lewis and Tom Walden are in a burning building. And you can only save one of them. Which one of them are you saving and why is it Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> um, look... I don't know how we got to this particular set of circumstances, but let's take it for what it is. Um, neither of them are ever playing cricket again. Um, I love you, Lewis, like a brother, um, and I'll mourn your death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then the final question here. Uh, who's the best beer, person to have a beer with, that's uh, not a Kenwick Cricket Club member and you can't say Jacob Landsmere? Okay. Um, there are a couple of good beers out there. My mate um, John Elliman at, at Hilton Bicton, or Aaron Wright um, at the same club. Good beers. Yeah, mm. could have a beer with them. Um, Sean D'Souza, he's a funny one. Talked about him last last episode. He's um, a good beer. He's a good beer. He's a good beer. He's a good beer. Mm. Um, Michael Beer from Phoenix, he's actually a good beer. Um, fuck. Josh Joshua Hansen from Riverson. He's a good beer. Had a few with him the other day. Oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, the hand man, as they the call ha- him. Handyman. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> good little cricketer. Yeah, good good little cricketer. Um, who do you? Who's your favourite beer? I don't know. Outside of the club. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I'd really have to think about it. I have to write out a list and actually near anyone from Rolly Stone, the the yeah the whole the whole fourth grade Rolly Stone uh, team from this year. They were all and even the one day bees from a couple of years ago. They're always very nice. Yeah, Rolly those Rolly Stone guys were really nice in that fourth grade team. Mm. Well, look, it's uh, been a pleasure reading out all those questions. Have you enjoyed them? It's been it's been great. I'm sorry for. Anyone who's had to sit through my drivel. Oh, there's still heaps more to come, so don't get too excited. Oh, dear. Um, we've got the name going to come. And then, of course, me and David just going to throw some at you off of the top of our heads because I like to mix it up and get a bit funky. It's going to be rapid fire. Now, it is time for the name game. Now, Stephen, you'd know the name game pretty well. I'm familiar with the premise, sir. 
so what's going to happen? We're going to talk a little bit about a game that you're involved in with the Kenwick Cricket Club. We're going to see if you can name the uh, 11 from that particular uh, season. I think this is going to be a tough one, to be honest. Uh, How niche have you gone? I've gone uh, a few years ago. Uh, uh, looking back on it, uh, it was back when you guys were playing third grade. Oh, the 14-15 season. Mm. So it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't too long ago, but it certainly wasn't last week. Seven I guess years was, ago. It's not exactly recent. Statute yeah. of limitations, Matthew. Um, this was in uh, round eight of that season. It was a one-day match. That would have been like near the, just before, just before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, like I'll, just before it all turned to hell. Yeah, pretty much. You guys did win. It was a bit of a sketchy win, but you did win. Uh, do we usually give out the scores beforehand from memory? Who are you? Who are we playing? Leeming. Oh yeah, the Moss Man. The Moss Man batted deep that game. Oh, he, rem- he remembers it. This is a bit, oh, like bits and pieces of it. It's it was all. it was like a hundred and like fuck all to a hundred and fuck all. Potentially. Uh, you did a job. You took two for 15, so well done to you. haven't played at Dimmon Court for a while. i tell you what. Played at where? Dimmon Court, uh, Leeming's, Leeming's home ground. Oh, John Connell. Yeah. i tell you what, the best thing about that game, look, I, I might get none of these people right, but the best thing about that game is I, I remember it because I was, I was recently single. It was the first time I downloaded Tinder. <laughs> so I stayed in the change rooms like me, me, Robbie Ball, Hayden Council, like the Moss Man, I think as well, just talking absolute fucking filth and just rubbish about about Tinder and you know <laughs> it, it being new new to me and everything like that. And we we by the time because we kept going into their club rooms, buying beers, and then just going back into the change rooms. Mm. We were just you know have, having a fun time, but being third grade big boys. Mm. <laughs> and by the time we actually like left, they'd locked everything up completely. And like hadn't come to check on us in the change room, so we were just like, "Oh well." So like we closed the door and like we put put a rubbish bin in front of the door and we were like, "Well, this is as locked as we can make it." <laughs> <laughs> we just left. Hmm. It would have been like nine nine thirty at night, like oh, wow. a few few hours after the game had finished. Well, anyway, let's see if you can name this eleven. Let's start us off. Who who, who are you going with? Uh, the Moss Man opened the batting. Yep. Uh, I was there. Yep, two. Hayden Council was there. He was, which I thought might be one of the tough ones to get. Borley was there. Borley, that's yes. four. I'm trying to go with the certainties. <sighs> See, this is this is where it starts to get. This is where it starts to get. Now, Wiss was the captain that year. Ooh. Was he there? Oh, there is. Was he there? There is no wish listed. He must have been out that game. What? No, I didn't say that. I, oh. no, I said Wiss was the captain He's that year. He captain that year. That was a statement. I will give you that. Facts, I'll give you that. The Moss Man was captaining. Yeah, and I reckon he might have. He might have tried to get the gloves on as well that game. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say Vikas Sharma. I didn't think you'd get that. Yeah, he's there. You also played a pretty handy role with the bat in the back end of the innings. Moss and I batted for a little while. At the end yeah, of the game. Mm. yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he, <coughs> if he got fifty. He like forty-two. Yeah, yeah. 
but he opened the batting and he was like probably one of the last last out. Well, when you came in, you guys were six for sixty nine, chasing ninety five, and then you guys <laughs> you guys got him over the line. Yeah, oh, the Moss man, great cricketer. See mm. at five. Yeah, yuck. Um, Al Martin. Yes. Yep, that's six. Al got a duck. On your Albert. Mm. Uh, 14-15. So, so, GT was probably there, Tomasini. He was. Yep. Seven. Seven. So I got four more. I want to say I want to say Betty Davis was like if Hayden was there then Betty Davis was probably there. You locking that in? Oh, I just can't be sure. What about Spud? Did I say Spud? Spud was Spud, there. Spud, he yep. opened the batting. Yeah. He got Sp- a duck. Got a duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> Thanks, Spud. <laughs> That's eight. That's eight. <sighs> Starts to get. It starts to get a bit hazy. Yeah, let's let's say Davis Council was there as well. He was not there. Ooh. Okay. Unlucky. Unlucky. All right. What about Vin Richards? Correct. Correct. Yeah. That's nine. Uh, two more people. Have I said Al? I have said Al. You said, said Al. Al, yep. Two more. See, that, f- that was a real... Real hard year because it was not a lot of blokes wanting to play third grade. I'll give you a clue. Mm. One, I definitely know them both. One bloke still plays, obviously, still mm-hmm. at the club. Another bloke isn't there anymore, and I don't like him very much. Well, Murray didn't play, that's for sure. <laughs> um, we, we were carrying someone? I wouldn't say you were carrying him. It was touted as having potential. Oh, Callum Adam? Correct. Correct. Yeah. One more. Um, one more and he's still at the club. Yeah. Yep. Thompson was playing one day stuff. Um, Jack's... Oh, Jack's. I remember Jack's being there. Was it Jack's? It was, wasn't. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't think Jack's played up that high. Um... This they is going to hurt if you don't get it. Yeah, yeah. They still play at the club. You're not going to be happy if you don't get this. Mm. I can't think of, like, many other people who were still playing at the club. Oh, Campy. Oh, wow. Wowee. Maybe throw a risky shot in there. Shouldn't even have to be a risky well, shot. Well, no, but... This man will be listening going, wow. Really? Yeah. Will he? Yeah. Do you give up? Do you want me to tell you who it is? Well, so like here's here's the thing, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think of blokes who actually she- sheep. No. 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 Uh, it was a long time ago. Like I wouldn't have thought there'd be many players mm. left from from that side still playing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I have a, another? I don't want to give it away. Can I get yeah. a, a vague clue? It's a t- tough to... Yeah, I was going to say, it's tough to give a clue. You, you know, you know this man well? Oh, yes. Relatively, yeah. Yeah, not, r- r- yes. We know him very, very, very well. Very well. 
TJ Dixon. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's, <laughs> he's not the first <laughs> um, Hope you're doing well, TJ. So I'm gonna. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm gonna be really upset with myself. Yeah. Yeah. You are legit. Do you want me to tell you? Mm, I don't want you to tell me, but I also know that this is going to be fun to listen to. So, especially um, for the individual concerned. Yeah. I'll give you ten seconds. Can I? Can I have like? Like, what does their surname start with? Like, what letters their surname start with? Does that give it, give it away? It gives it away. It gives it away. The I'd first yeah. name. <laughs> uh, I'll give you five seconds if we tell you the first letter of the first name. Sure. The last letter of his first name is S. S. Colin Smith. Oh, would it be S? It might actually it, be a different letter, yeah. Well, you know. Oh, so it's not Colin Smith. Well, yeah, I don't remember him playing there. And I don't think Colin ends with an S. Oh, I thought last you said letter of the first name. Last letter of the first name? Yeah. Sorry, I thought I was listening to something else, obviously. Last letter of the first name is S. Three. Lewis Dude. Walden? It's Chris Chadwick. Oh, the Chad. Yeah. Hence why we thought maybe I was thinking Chris. I, I was about to say R. Christopher, yeah. yeah so. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Chaddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you would have got that one. And you know what? And you get Vicar Sharma. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the brother, man. Because he was injected in that game early to try and really break the back Can of, I? The, of the chase. He wasn't. He batted at eight. Yeah, so he's injected early. What was the reason for like? And I rate the brother man. What was the reason for him to be like third grade in that particular instance? Short that week or? Yeah, well, we, yeah. It was always hard to to fill that third grade side. Because he's always a good a good cricketer, so he's a good man to just fill a spot. And one day stuff, mm. one day stuff. Yeah, because we went up from went up from fourth grade where we were like pretty successful. And then we they wanted to put us into second grade and hmm. I think I I think I was pres at the time. And I was I was like, Oh no, nah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do second grade. And yeah, third grade was absolute ripper right up until Christmas. We were having a great old time. First game bowled out for twelve, thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then they didn't lose a game till Christmas and they didn't win a game after Christmas. Well we. Yeah, it was very uh, it was a bipolar season. That's yeah, for, very that's for true. Enjoyable nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I believe even going into the last game of the season, Still if you won that, you could make the four. Yeah, it, either of the last two games, and they were against teams that probably, yeah, that definitely finished lower than us, and we should have won, and then we didn't. Well, they just all fell apart, didn't they? Blokes, are, I don't know. It's a real Kenwick thing to not want to have to play a grade that you're probably talented enough to play, but like you have to be on, like you have to take it seriously mm. and be on. Mm every single time like it's a lot easier to rock up and play one day b's no disrespect than it is to have to be on and play third grade well, a lot of those b's teams are very hard and i don't like playing them well, I, I i like playing them but it's not good enough to beat them oh look <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a good and challenging level of cricket but it's it's not third grade yeah mm. for sure uh well i just didn't want to say one day f's because i haven't played one day f's 
Mind you, though, if we were at Armadale, then that's basically like their second grade because they're a bunch of coats and they just <laughs> absolutely flood that side. Now, uh, now we just want to chat a bit about you ask a few different questions dave if you have any questions kind of one that you want to ask you just throw them at steven um i'd like to interject oh my god you know my cooking style and if you ask me about stir fries and rice and noodles everyone else answers it you'll be answering it I won't. um well i'm gonna ask it so if you're at home and <laughs> this is a nice casual wednesday evening and uh you're just like oh, i'm gonna make a stir fry or a, would you go with noodles or rice if you had to choose well obviously if it had rice, it would be fried rice. Yeah. So it has to be noodles. Logically. See, this is the conjecture. This no, this, it's creates. not. Con- it's not conjecture. No, because different it's people logic. say different things. It's logic. It's different actual, people it's, say different things, it's, man. It's the definitive like different turn your fucking brain on. Different people say different things. No, that, and well, that's why we have to ask the question. And that's why there are right people and wrong people. Different people say different things. That's all I'll say. Uh, Dave, any questions you want to throw out? Oh, what is? You, you are a fan of your rye bourbons. I, I do you enjoy are, a rye you whiskey. Do, you yeah. do enjoy a good rye. What's the best one you've ever had? Uh, there's a, a Michter's, an American rye whiskey. It also comes in a bourbon, but the, mm. yeah, the Richter's, the Michter's rye whiskey is, uh, is delightful, really delightful. Mm. Mm. And what would you recommend for someone who maybe doesn't partake in it as often as you do, but wants to? What would you recommend? Um, a bullet, a bullet rye whiskey um, will probably only set you back about sixty dollars. Yep. So that's a that's a much nicer entry into the into the rye whiskies. That's that's very agreeable. Um, a lot of Canadian whiskey, yeah, is is good times. I could I could yeah I could go on forever about rye whiskies. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, now let's say next week. It's a grand final. You guys have made it. Colby comes up to and goes, Kempi, brother, uh, here's the speaker. Here's me Spotify. I need you to pump up the boys. What song do you reckon you go with? Tough question. Because how do you really truly capture the essence of a room and ensure that every individual, because they're all in different individuals, how do you ensure that they're all equally and adequately motivated that's not a question for me to answer it's a tough one and i'm backing you in as spiritual leader for the day um to get everyone pumped up because i I'd, I'd prefer something heavy but you know these these younger boys they're they're, they're not about that are they not about that no. life and look i respect that everyone's on their own path everyone's yep. on their own journey um, where do where do we go from here? I don't know. To be honest with you, if I wanted to if I wanted to pump myself up, maybe maybe a little bit of Eye of the Tiger, maybe a little bit of Don't Stop Believing by Journey, something no, like that. I, the boys wouldn't hate that. Yeah, and look, and they wouldn't get around it either. But if they listen truly to the meaning of the song, maybe they'd find <laughs> something. Boys, sit down, listen. <laughs> It'd be like Cat in the Hat, but but musical. Mm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Now, I think I've asked you this before because I think you answered it last time when we've asked other people. We're going to ask it again anyway. So you're stranded on a desert island. Um, which Kenwick player would you like to be stranded with if you had to choose? Um, when, when we talked about this with Till, I said chatty. Um, and for, for not wanting to give the, the same answer again, um, I won't say chatty even though it would be chatty. Um, it, and and we, we were opening this up to, to all, all 
past players as well. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Um, I'd I'd like to take um, Cameron Wiss. Um, we would both die, like one hundred percent. There'd be no chance of survival, <laughs> but the fuck, we'd have a good time. Fair enough. We'd have a, we'd have a laugh. Fair enough. Uh, movies you're into at the moment or mo- all-time favourites? I know you're a big Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, a bit of, bit of time for Will Ferrell. Blades of Glory is genuinely like the last movie that I can remember watching in cinema that I actually cried with laughter. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, back in the day, a lot of ad- early Adam Sandler stuff, early Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah, that, that formed a lot of... Uh, my my viewing in my formative years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always loved Bruce Almighty. That was a good movie. Yeah, good yeah. film. Yeah, any pretty much anything Jim Carrey does is. Yeah. Bruce Almighty also um, one of the reasons uh, me and Chuck nicknamed uh, Tomo Brucey. <laughs> <laughs> There's a link. There's a link. You, uh, we'll take you, your word you for that. Yep. Can't elaborate. Uh, so, me and Chuck decided um, that you know Jason Thompson. Like, oh, Jason Bourne. So Matt Damon. Matt Damon was also in the movie Invictus, which also had Morgan Freeman in it. Morgan Freeman was also in the movie Bruce Almighty, and we're like, ah, Brucey. That link back to that. That's, uh, Fuck, that is a long bow. Yeah, but you know, yeah, good old Brucey. Jason, Jason Derulo. Shout out to <laughs> Jason Cox. <laughs> Jason Mason Cox. <laughs> Jason Brucey Thompson. Hmm. Current current movies though, current movies. That's a tough one. Hmm. More kind of uh, lately been watching just whatever documentary Tinder's. I mean um, Netflix is bringing out like the, <laughs> yeah, the, the Tinder Swindler. Do you, you watch that? No. That was the one that I watched the other day. That was quite good. Hmm. Yeah, doc- documentaries. Anything that's a little bit interesting. When's the Kenwood Cricket documentary coming out? Just as soon as we can afford to commission someone to record it. Yeah, fair enough. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not making a bloody <laughs> thriller. <laughs> Narrated by Murray Williams. Fucking dog cunt. Anything you want to ask there, Dave? Yeah. Oh, it was. I've just lost it. Okay. Sorry. That's I'm, okay. I'm having a seniors moment. Um, TV shows? You know, what TV shows do you like? I know you're a Seinfeld man. Yeah, just finished rewatching that. Yeah. What a show! Really upset when I got to the end of it. Mm. You know, just a lot of people out there don't like Seinfeld anymore. Yeah, I don't it's get it. It's Really weird. Yeah, it's a real. It's like it's the epitome of nineties quality. Legit. I'm currently working my way through Two and a Half Men. The the, the Charlie Sheen. Another show like that will never be commissioned. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, um, incredibly like horrifically like misogynistic and sexist. Like Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother. A character like that's probably not popping up again anytime soon. Probably, yeah. Hashtag me too. Mm. Um, in terms of TV shows, they're also watching a lot of a lot of Netflix stuff. Um, one I just finished recently, um, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm. I've seen that pop up a couple of times. I haven't actually watched it yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly how, uh, how believable uh, it is or isn't, mm. but if we can... I, I kind of like things where I can just turn my turn my brain off. Uh, Fair yeah, and yeah, that 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 I got around that. You seen Afterlife? The Ricky Gervais. Ah, uh, yeah, I got a lot yeah. of time for that. That's easy. That's easy viewing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing like telling a like a fucking seven year old he's a tubby ginger cunt <laughs> or something like that. I really get around that. Um, favorite cricketer growing up? I had two. Yep. Um, 
before I realised I wasn't really a batsman, it was Justin Langer. Yep. West Australian, gritty, tough, wasn't overly aggressive at the start of his career. Yeah. Uh, and then bowling. Uh, I used to think I was modelling my action on Glenn McGrath. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> Clearly. No offence. No, no, well, none, none taken. But yeah, I love Glenn McGrath. Glenn McGrath and Justin Langer were the, yeah, the reasons I wanted to play cricket when I was eight, nine years old. Fair enough. Uh, fa- favourite cricketers? Like Australian cricketers or any cricketers throughout the, the time of your viewing? I know you're an Ian Harvey man. Oh, like niche? Are we, are you, yeah, let's go niche. Is that what you're deleting, like, sure. leading me to? Yeah. yeah. I loved, loved Ian Harvey. Yeah, big big time. And you got me a framed and signed um, collage, yeah. if you will, of you Ian. You broke it. Ian, well, did I break it? Not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> um, other other cricketers? I, I, there's so many niche cricketers like like Shane Lee. I've got a lot of time for Shane Lee. <coughs> Nathan Bracken. got a lot of time for Nathan Bracken. Good man. Benny Hilfenhouse. Uh, less time for You Hilfen. like Benny Hilfenhouse. I don't mind him, but he's he's, low, he's lower on the list. Do you like Doug the Rug? I like Dirk Nanosmore. Ooh. Whoa, hey. I like Dirk Nanos, but Doug the Rug's above Dirk. How many, how many countries did Doug play for? How many test matches did Dirk play? He should have played a lot more. For who? Whichever country he chose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If the Dutch had a team, he would have played. Sure. Well, hey. uh, Look, Doug played more tests. And Doug, Doug showed a bit. Doug was pretty lucky. He, he played against some pretty junk sides. Played against a good South African team when they were over here. Yeah, like, and then the West Indies and shit. can only play against who you put up against. You sure can. You sure can. Were you a Cameron White fan? Didn't mind the Big Bear. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as far as Victorians go, yeah, no, didn't mind him. This is totally off Kenwick, but so in so New Zealand and South Africa are playing at the moment, mm-hmm. or they finished their two-match test series. Colin de Granholm gets 100 in the first game, second game. Yeah. Yeah, that's yucky. Um, Sorry, please continue. We <laughs> were watching at Tomo's, and we were like, Colin de Granholm, and he came out and honestly, like, made it look real fucking easy, like, batted real well. What I saw was made his fifty off like thirty five, forty balls, and like they were, he came in, they would have been five for ninety, and just made it look real easy. And he would have batted the exact same. He doesn't give a care. Yeah, he throws caution to the wind. I was like, it was impressive innings, but you know, uh, as with all good New Zealanders, he is Zimbabwean or from Africa. But the reason I bring it up, how stupid and how annoying are these two Test match series? Yeah, I it's don't fucking rubbish. I don't care for it. You know, a good what's series. They play it out. They won all. It's been a good series, and now we don't get to see a third. What's the point of flying thousands of kilometres oh. for? And like, how many? There's, there's surely there's a one day series or a T twenty series. I would assume so. Where there'll be more than two games yeah, played. Exactly. Why are we placing such importance on on white ball series? Even like, I don't like the format series in Test matches because it's still an even number and it still could end to all. But at least you're more likely to get a result. But two, two's poo. It is, <laughs> but I think that's a that's a New Zealand thing. They they just they get shafted. Yeah. The skeletons they always get shafted. Yeah, I look forward to the day when we play five day cricket in the SMCA. 
Uh, maybe it's a one-off sort of special year. I think back in the day they actually used to play like four-day games. In the SMCA? I think so. Mm. Over four weekends or? Two. Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Should, could we maybe one one year, maybe we try and get like a 15-man squad in each team so that you could, and maybe like between ourselves play like a five-day match over five weekends. That'd be cool. Gee, you'd be able to stodge. Wouldn't you? I think I'd die. No. No. Mm. It would be, be the overs and unders on me facing more than a hundred balls. You'd be likely to. But striking less than twenty. I was going to say, and hitting less than twenty or likely. ten runs. Yeah. yeah, likely. Well, do you have any final questions you want to ask him? Or always got this question, which always you know. I always ask people this question to sort of gauge the kind of person that they are. I'm and, a I mean, and I mean, no offence to anyone who disagrees with my point of view on this, but Coles or Woolworths? Um, Woolworths, but it's because I worked at Coles when I was a 16-year-old. Where would you go, Dave? Oh, I'm a, I'm a Coles man through and through. Really? I'm yeah. probably Woolworths as well. Look, and if, if you... Would have asked me this before I'd worked at Coles, then yeah, like there's a reason I went to. I was like, oh, Coles, yeah, Coles is definitely better than Woolies. I don't even. There's not even a difference, really. Not really. There are there are a couple of subtle things that you can't yeah. buy at one compared Very, to the other, and I learnt that um, with Marie being vegan for a while. Um, I learnt that lesson that yeah, you have to go to both if you want if you're shopping if you want everything. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess. My leaning towards Coles is more around the fact that Woolworths in Katanning was the only grocery shop if you didn't shop at the IGA, and I just got sick of it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean we're all mm. we're all a uh, product of our own environment. The the Woolies in in Geraldton uh, at the time was was pretty dog shit, and the Coles was nice. Mm, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to work at the nice one. Fair enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, huge this weekend. Uh, semi-final for fourth grade against Hilton Bicton at Mills Part 2. It's, um, it's last year all over again. Get down for my uh, birthday party, which is going to be over Saturday and Sunday, and then there might be a cricket game on the background. So um, I'm also Sean Ingram's uncle slash guardian, so I am allowed to be there. Uh, for the sixth graders there at Mills 1 as well, and my birthday party actually does span over Mills 2 and Mills 1. It is sort of a moving birthday party, so feel free to tag along. It's good of you to have hired both reserves yeah um i wouldn't even have like and if someone had told me that they'd hired two grounds for their birthday party i would have said maybe they're you know a bit of an egomaniac maybe they think it's all a bit me 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 but in this instance i think it's selfless and, and i applaud you oh it's like it's sort of like a traveling circus sort of birthday like it's all oh, travel around oh sit here for a bit you know a bit like when gavin shaw used to play for our club in the one day d's that was a traveling circus <laughs> i promise you that yeah Look, it just moves around. We sit down for a bit. Oh, happy birthday. And then we'll move around, you know. Um, yeah. Have you organised a banner? I think Tomo's bringing down some signage on the Sunday. Um, but all are welcome. If you're listening and want to come down, feel free. Be, good, Be there. Good day. Very, very excited. Just last year, we played the, played Hilton Bigson in the, in the semi-final in fourth grade. This year, it's at our home ground. So hopefully, home ground advantage gets us mm. gets us over the top. Mm, fingers crossed mm. looking forward to it uh, thank you Dave for coming on it's been a pleasure oh it's always been a pleasure mate thank cheers. you very much for having me on cheers Dave thanks Stephen for being here and look forward to seeing you again next week hey Matthew thanks for thanks for having me on can I ask you a question sure before we go yep 
This is episode 19. I think so, yes. Um, if it is, and fun fact, uh, I'm the 19th life member of the Kenwood Cricket Club. Wow. So um, just a, a bit of uh, numerology, is that, is that what that, um, that segment on yeah. the, that footy show yeah. is called? Um, nine for 19, my best bowling figures. Oh, wow. Um, it's all about the number 19. Had your first route at 19? Uh, 16. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. What, when, and what age were you? Uh, last week. No, I, I was 18. Okay. Davo? I was 17. Okay. Oh, wow. 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Nice. So it's all, it's all there. Mm. Um, well, I, guess, I guess I just, I just wanted to, to ask you who, who your favourite favorite guest has been. Oh. Well, I get asked this every week, don't I? Like I said, I think, as I said, favourite episode, I think Riley Land was up there. Augie was up there. There's a lot. There's a lot. It's very tough. There's so many highlights on this podcast. Yeah, they're it's, all so good. Awesome listening. Where do we go from here? Like, who do the fans want next? That's what I want to know. Message in. Let us know. But I can tell you, I have a hunch who's coming in next week. I don't want to reveal too much. Ooh. Tell me. Tell me right now. No. no well, at least tell me. Not on there. Director General right here, mate. Come on. I'm sorry. Ooh. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you for having me. I'd like to say thank you to Rooster Cricket. Yeah. Royalty Plumbing, Gas and Electrical. Um, Boom Radio. Yeah. And Sport FM. And, no, not Western Draft. <laughs> we love their beer. Is your drain blocked? <laughs> we'll be back next week. The Chemic Rollers Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735.